Hello everyone, you're welcome once again to Sports on here on Scarlet Fake News Radio in association with Derek Credit Union. And on today's show, what a weekend we have ahead of us. Uh, it's all hurling action this weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, full with, with fixtures. And to go through all those fixtures, I'm joined by our regular sports analysts and commentators here on uh, Scarlet Fake News Radio in Sean O'Halloran, Danny Chaplin and Kevin O'Regan. You're all welcome, lads. Hi Leo. Thanks Leo. Sean, we'll start off with you first. Minor B final, but like the Mills. Back in the minor B final again, four in a row. You're involved in the management team this time, but big job ahead, taking on the challenge of Belier. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Huge, huge challenge facing us on Saturday evening. Um, you know, in fairness, the, um, the panel of players that we've been working with since probably the end of February, and we've had a lot of work done with them, but we've had a lot of challenges played and a lot of, you know, within in and outside the county. But um, this is our big challenge you now, and we, we have it. You know, the team have, I think, gelled well together. You know, we've liked the Mills, but they have really come together and have worked very hard and trained well. And uh, I'd be hoping for a good display on Saturday evening. OK, we, we were, it looks like we're definitely uh, down, we'll, play, we'll be starting without Sean Boy. So he's a huge player for us and has been right through the campaign. Uh, Perhu uh, uh, won an All-Ireland minor medal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know he's a, one of our leading players, averaging, you know, as I said, nine or ten points a game, and you know a lot of those from play, which is which is hugely important at that level. And you know he he probably makes up for, uh, you know, probably two thirds of the scores really, being honest. Uh, but that's what it is, and that's the challenge facing us, and we've got to take it head on, and we intend to do that on, on Saturday evening, and we'll go all out to, you know, represent our two parishes very well, and, you know, with a bit of luck, hopefully come out the right side of it. Danny, you've seen Bellier in, in the semi-final, they, they beat your own uh, uh, Broadford. You know, there is a big task ahead of the Mills, but like, you know, and yeah. to be with all one of your key players, your key player, it, 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 it makes the challenge all the more tougher. It is, and, you know, there's a formidable challenge facing, they're facing into a tough game now. I was actually very impressed with um, Bellier, the, the size of him, and there's no standouts there, and each line, they back each other up, and, you know, they're, they're very physical but uh, they're also able to hurl, and you can see that a lot of them have come through the ranks with, with uh, Flannans as well. So, you know, there's a big task ahead of the, the Mills. But, you know, Broadford, while they were outplayed for long periods, they did pull it back to two points in the second half, and, you know, the chances there we fell away again maybe in the last five minutes. But um, we were kind of over-dependent on, on, um, on Owen Gunning to do it for us, so... You know, if if but like the mills can spread it out a bit more, yeah, I I'd give them a good chance. It's a big task. Probably Bellier will start as favourites, but favourites don't always win finals. There's no doubt in look at any final given. Anyone can stop, can pop up. The unknown can pop up at any time. Exactly, we've seen it over years, time and time again. But it's unfortunate that young Boyce is missing out, even for for himself. I suppose it's something he'd have been looking forward to. A minor final, county final. He's been looking forward to playing in all year and after a fine campaign, which is really unfortunate. Um, but I suppose it's worth mentioning as well, just the timing of it and the fixture of it as well. It's unfortunate it's clashing with the with the two quarterfinals that's on the park. Like a lot of genuine GA support. Would, would be interested always to go to a minor final when it's on so it, that's just a shame that especially with East Clare teams with, with, with East Clare teams involved exactly yeah so that's a, that's a, that is unfortunate 
Yeah, Sean, it is a, a kind of a strange one, you know, but of all the evenings, all, yeah. all these clear out connections after the evening, you yeah. know, it's a pity that there, there is a clash of fixtures. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose the, the, the problem really was that the park was taken up, you know, for semi-final duty this weekend and um, the, the the Sunday game, Sunday was out completely because um, there's uh, the TJ Carr covering the, 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 the big game, you know, Clonair and their Oak. So I suppose... Uh, that's that's what we're led to believe anyway. That that's why you know it was, it was on Saturday and uh, yeah, it's a pity. Like uh, there are huge. I mean, if you think about it, they're real knockout championship games in the park. You know, two huge games and and you know there will be a lot of interest in in, in any any like there there are two clubs involved. Number one ourselves and and the Mills. Yeah. You know, and they they command a, you know a big support and. Um, yeah, it's a pity. I'm sure, obviously, Bellier as well. I mean, the Bellier will have numbers too, probably, probably too much numbers, unfortunately, you know. But that, that's the way it is. Look, it is what it is, and look, we wish uh, the uh, Middles Boys all the very best to look in that minor final on on Saturday evening. And of course, Sean, first of all, Saturday, Bradike are getting the weekend off, intermediate quarter final, taking on the bridge, and their first time in, back in the quarter final in a, a number of years. But, you know, another big task here. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I suppose if you were looking for a favourable draw, you probably would have picked the middles or you could have picked the bridge. But, you know, that's OK in, on paper. But I have never seen a bad bridge intermediate team in a lot of years. They're always very capable and will compete very well. And But I will have to be on their toes to you know, to get the win. But I still ex- expect Budaik to have that little bit too much class for the bridge. I, I saw briefly uh, the, the bridge play in Ogunolo and uh, I I was impressed with them. But at the end of the day, Ogunolo, you know, they came back, you know, and played well in their other games. And um, the bridge, you know, won't lie down. Then, then there's never a bridge team that'll lie down. So Budaik, I think, will have to be have to be ready on the day. And I, I still expect Budaik to get through. Denny, I always said that for the, inter- the winners of the Intermediate Championship, whoever beats the bridge will win the Intermediate Championship. But however, you know, this year, the bridge senior team already gone out and departed the senior championship at an, e- at an early stage. Is that a, a, a positive or a negative for the intermediate side? It's probably, it's probably negative. And, you know, Sean Sander, he'd never seen a bridge team to lie down. I saw one this year and um, they were in the senior championship. But that's that's a different kettle of fish. Um, I, I would... I, I think the, the bridge intermediate team they're always very competitive um, even going into this weekend now they'll have I know Sean Lynch is back from injury he missed the last two um, group Robin games, games yeah. the group games he broke his thumb but he's back and I think Christy Carey was injured for the last game and he's back so two big additions there are two yeah. big additions back into that team you know and, and well I would also haven't seen but I twice I would have but I favourites but again I, I think this this could be a right close game. Um, you know, it, it, it's on in Bradford. It'll be tight enough there. Um, pitch is in good condition. I was actually there to see them. We were, our Juno Bees are playing see The pitch is actually in good condition. Tomorrow's promise good. Um, you know, so the weather-wise, pitch will hold up to it. And I, I fancy a younger but I team maybe to, to come out and top on it. 
However, Sean, you know, I still but I can miss Sean Doyle, who's got the bulk of their scores in the earlier rounds. But yeah. you know, even though since he's missed, other lads have have, have come in and, and chipped down with the scores yeah, as, uh, as was shown. The last really true since since Shawnee has been injured now for this part of a month, and you know, he obviously he's out, he's out on Saturday again, and he, and you know, he, he is a big loss, loss yeah. because he has been uh, you know their scorer in chief in a lot of the games. But funny enough. You know, since he has been missing for the past month, Paddy Fitz has stepped up, and um, we have a couple more players have actually stepped up. You know, last 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 week, you know, we, we had you know against Jamie Hall came Jamie on. Jamie Hall came on and got two goals, and you know, and he's a very young player, and he's that'll be that'll benefit him a, a lot because he he what he needs really is, is experience and game time at this level, and he got that, and I think he'll be all the better for it, and I I think really. Um, as a team, we probably have played better, you know, since Sean has... I think that they've really kind of uh, not kind of gone up a, a notch or maybe 10% more all over the field. And that's why they're actually in the quarterfinal, being honest about it. And uh, they have played well as a team, in particularly in recent matches. And they're work, working well, working hard. And they see out games, you know, as, as they did, you know, the last day. I know in the last 10, 10, 10 minutes, like that, that's the time the game was won and lost. And invariably, that is the time, you know, most games are won and lost, the, the final 10 minutes. Kevin, you've seen Belay a couple of times, and especially even against Tomer, and yeah. they came with a, a, a ferocious burst in the last 15 minutes. And as Sean said, probably was the, was the major contributing factor to their victory. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and guys like Kim and Og really stood up that particular evening as well. And like Sean referred to, um, Paddy Fitz has really assumed a mantle of responsibility um, since Shawnee Doyle has been injured. Um, it's it's not worth mentioning as well, like that Bodike have won four out of four in the championship in an exceptionally tough group at the start of the year, That's maybe. A great yeah. yeah, a lot of teams, a lot of people might have predicted it, but I might have been, might have lost out coming out of that group. They might have picked Tubber ahead of him along with Smith O'Brien's and Tulla. They finished top of the group and on, on merit as you well. You can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. And they hit the ground running, I suppose, the first evening um, over, in, over in Broadford against against uh, Tulla. They, they tore into it and they've, they've continued um, that momentum and it's hard to see beyond them when beyond them at the weekend. I I'd expect that they will beat the bridge and they'll continue to drive on into the semi final. Um, I suppose it's it's good to see. Um, but I coming back up to the business end of the intermediate championship as well. Back in my day, like we would have battled with but I several times and the man here by the side of me as well. But like. But I could have been kind of in the lower echelons of the intermediate championship for the last number of years. But there were a lot of young players coming through. A lot of those minor teams, Mills, but like minor teams, they're all all coming through with some of the elder statesmen as well. So it's credit to them. And uh, yeah, my tip would be to um, but like to continue their winning ways and, uh, at the weekend. We turned into Kevin. We start off with we we continue with the intermediate championship. Tuller and Whitegate. In the, on in the bridge Sunday, this is another one that could be this one could go either way. It, it could go either. Yeah. It could it, it could go either way again. Tuller and Whitegate. It, 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 it could have been at the start of the year tip for a county final, but it, it's a quarter final. Like Tuller and Whitegate would have been up there with with people's favourites across across the county. Um, both teams are missing players. They've had injuries picked up in recent weeks, and that's going to be a challenge. I know um, Young Keenan from Whitegate picked up an injury train, and he'll be out wing forward. Um, and, and Whitegate probably don't have a huge amount of strength and depth to, to replace, replace him, and that might have a factor. Um, they they um, finished well against Rowan a couple of weeks ago, I suppose. Rowan were kind of dominant for a lot of the game, but Whitegate <coughs> pulled the result out of the bag. They're a, drew, a draw, and they're probably 
have a lot to work on and hopefully um, they'll be looking to build from that. As for Tulla, um, yeah, like it, it, it's they'll be expecting to win, obviously, but who will be available for them is going to be key too. Dark Harry hasn't played since the Smith O'Brien's game, which is a guts of a month ago. Conor Murphy hasn't played since that game either. He hasn't even been in the country since. Will he be home the weekend to be available for selection for the Waikiki game on Sunday afternoon? Um, time will tell. I was talking to Tyler player this even they don't know if Connor's going to be Connor going to be home or not. And he's a player like he, he an X factor forward that's going to be crucial in um, intermediate championship matches. Um, like so, it's a, it's a very very hard game to call. Um, I suppose Tyler have have mixed the poor with the good. They played very well, particularly against Smith O'Brien's in a, in a must win game for them. The very fast I win over an expected fast I win over Kilinena, um in the last day, probably about three weeks ago now. Um, yeah, it's, it's genuinely a hard game to call. It has the makings of an absolute cracker, 50-50. Um, I'd be hoping to tell a win, but you can't write off Whitegate at all and um, they'll be gunning for them. Sean, this is a potential to be a, a real big game. You know, Tuller were in the intermediate final last year. Whitegate got caught in the relegation and were unlucky, unlucky to lose out to Clare Kessel by the minimum over yeah. in Tuller. So it's one that could go either way, Sean. Yeah, yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah, I I, I saw the the, 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 the Whitegate-Corofin game in Tuller when even there four or three weeks ago. And I said, this is the potential to be the intermediate final. Because I actually thought both teams were, were a step above every other team that I had seen. But since then, probably uh, Whitegate seemed to have gone back a small bit and uh, Corofin are still there and will be there, you know, I, I think come semi-final and, and possibly final. But Tulla are the, the great enigma in the sense that they they, they started very poorly and, and, and uh, you know, they have, as you rightly said, like they have they have come good now in, in the past two, two games and are really coming into the their, 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 their peak of their powers at the right time. But I think the, the real... The real issue they have is if Derek Curry is is missing because to me he's the key man up front, powerful man, uh, great great man in the air. Even you know going back to the break game, he he really brought Tola back into the game when we played him the very first game. Now we we won the game, but you know he he set up two goals and um, probably unlucky for another one. So I, I think that game could hinge very much on whether Derek Curry is fit or not and and plays. And Sean, also Tulla have changed their team around, which is probably, you know, they have, as the championship has gone in, they're probably finding their best team as as, as they move forward. Yeah, that's really it. Uh, you know, they, they started off very poorly, you know, um, against those. And they, they, you know, but the thing about it was they have come good at the right time, though. And Conor Murphy is a key player. I noticed, you know, particularly the last couple of games, he has... He, he he has kind of got movement and energy to the full forward, to, to the half forward line and the full forward line because he's in and out, and I think both himself and Derek Curry if if they're missing, you know that that'll be a huge setback for them. However, Denny does no better championship team in in, in East Clare than than Whitegate. They they will go to no matter what they have, they will go yeah. to the bitter end. You know, and they'll, they'll be well prepared. Terence Ahey and Gordon, they'll be well prepared. It's it's you know it's. As Sean said, at the start of the year, you could have been looking at the tomb for a county final. Um, it could, still, could still happen. Yeah. Um, it could. I could it. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I think Tullard need to... Uh, what matches? But I can match in, in Bradford. I can't understand, for the life of me, 
how we're playing a man that, in my eyes, should be nominated for an All-Star in the half-back line, and they're playing above the half-hour line. I just doubt this is completely neutral. What are they doing? You know, if they were to build a team you're not around alone, him, You're not alone in thinking that. If to build a team around him at centre-back, I would have him favourites for the championship. But they're not, and I don't think they're going to change. You know, I don't know. But... White will they'll be there and they'll be fighting and you know they're they're a good championship outfit and they'll be they'll keep at it. I I actually would give a nod to White this weekend, but you can never write all off. You know, even in the county final last year, if they'd taken half the scores to miss, they'd have won it. Right, you know. Kevin, you're, you're, you're living in Tolly now, and of course, this great debate, there's no doubt it goes on. It's, every, it's, a, it's an annual debate now at this stage. It's every second day nearly. No, I know they have a brilliant centre back in, in, in Tony Layden, there's no yeah. doubt about that. And yeah. Yeah, Tony is an exceptional young player, like, and uh, hopefully future Clare player as well. And he, he has made that centre back spot as his own. His own, like he's still only 19 years of age, and he's campaigning the intermediate championship last year and so far this year. He's been one of the real driving forces of any decent Tulla performance. But, um, yeah, like I've had to debate with people in Tulla, and there's a kind of a party line that's that's pulled to justify Davy playing the half forward line. For me, I'd be playing him half back line and driving driving the team on from there. But, um, it is what it is. I expect he will be playing the half forward line, maybe even full forward at the weekend. Time will tell, particularly if Dara's miss- missing. He, Davey might be an option that an equivalent type of player in the full forward line. But, um, and it's crucial for Tull, I think, for the likes of Davey to perform. Like, I'm sure just matches that Davey plays that he comes off extremely frustrated and that he hasn't delivered the performances that we've all seen him do in a clear jersey. But, like, we talk about Waikid being a championship team. I think to- so are Tulla. When, the, yeah. when, when um, the crunch is there and matches are there to be won, they are, even historically, in the senior championship and also in the... They're always hard to beat. Very, very hard to beat. It's the makings of a cracker. A, a great afternoon in store in, in, in the bridge, I think. Who's going to win it, Kevin? I will say Tuller, or else I won't get into powers. And John, <laughs> obviously, why could I miss in the firepower? You know, okay, old Quirk is home from Australia, so taking me a bit of time to get up to speed. The Bucks haven't returned, and they're a huge loss to Whitecat. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, in, in fairness, Whitecat haven't got the numbers, really, being honest. You know, and, and those players you mentioned are a huge loss. But I, I still think, you know, they will be very well prepared, and they'll be ready for Tuller. I, I still fancy Whitecat maybe to get through, particularly if, as I said earlier, if if Derek Curry is missing, or if, you know, or even if he plays and is not up to speed, you know, I, I just think they lack uh, 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 they lack punch in the foot in the in the in the foot forward line, and you know, we go back to the Davy factor. You know, I mean, if, if Davy was delivering four or five points from wing forward, I would say, you know, certainly play him up there or centre forward. But the reality of it is, he hasn't done that up to up to now. Whether he'll do it on Sunday is the, it remains to be seen. I would actually leave Tony Laden at centre back and play him in his usual position at right half back or left half back yeah. as he plays for the county. And I think that a seriously strong half back line then, which would be a launching pad, you know, for all their play up front but unfortunately you know Tola obviously have different ideas you know and you know I, I, I think I think I still think Whitecat might, might get might get it on Sunday Kevin we turn to yourself next and uh, Rowan coming up again one of the teams that would have been picked is maybe Dark Horse as I uh, party in Milik. you know it's a big task for Rowan big task for Rowan but they're coming into the game with a bit of form as well they start they're probably the most improved team in 
from 2022 through to 2023, yeah. like they had a very disappointing campaign. 2022 didn't get out of the group. They actually played Partine in the group stages last year, blowing the mark in a beautiful summer's day. And they got a bit of a lesson from Partine the same day. Um, but they have improved. There's a lot of work. Mike Daffy's involved coaching Packy Rowe and Leon Quirk, like staunch players and servants of Rowan. And you can see the uplift they've given to the given um, to the to the team in the last last number of months. Um, like the last day, a man that I praised and we've spoken about him here before is Aidan Lynch. They played Whitegate in the last group game the last day and he scored three four from play. Like the amount of service that Lynch has given to Rowan over the years has been incredible and he's still giving it and he's crucial like um, I expect somebody like Nathan Fox probably to pick Lynch up at the weekend and if, if Lynch has held Rowan are generally held as well I know we've other exceptionally talented and kind of experienced players with the likes of Robin Mounsey Shane Punch County experience both of them um, Killian Ryan uh, Claire under 21 winner Colin Rice, very experienced campaigner. Colin Hanfin is coming back into the frame as well after long-term injuries. So they're all real kind of driving force leaders. And there's a couple of younger players coming in, like the Frankie Lyons and Pierce O'Shea, who were involved with the Clare Miners last year. So, like, definitely Rowan have improved. Um, they probably have a better panel now than they've had uh, in a while, Kevin. Particularly forwards-wise, I think. Defensively, particularly in the corners and the half and the two wing backs, I think we might struggle a little bit, and that's where our weaknesses are. Cullen Wright's been playing full back, Killian Ryan probably playing centre back. They'd be fine, there's no issues with them at all. It just I feel that we are we're potentially could be exposed by the likes of Jack Kerwin, who we've seen play with Clare, we've I've seen him with Partine, very impressive last year. Joe Connor, a long time serving with uh, Partine as well, exceptional hurler as well. Um, so Again, a difficult one to call. Um, Partim probably came out with, well, I suppose the Rowan were always going to come out of the group they're in with the two second teams that are in it. Um, well, I think Rowan would have taken a good bit of confidence in how to play the last day against Whitegate, um, even though they didn't win the game and they probably drew the game from a, from a winning position. They'll be disappointed with that. Um, playing in Shannon as well, that was never a great hunting ground for Rowan teams over the years against like the Broadford and yourselves as well but um, yeah a difficult one to call I obviously hope Rowan win and, and that they get through and, and continue the progress they've made throughout the year but Partine are they're an up and coming team Partine Milik I suppose to give them their correct title and um, they'll be coming down there full of energy and full of confidence particularly looking at the game last year when they beat Rowan fairly well so another making of an absolute cracker again and um, yeah and just shows once we get to the knockout stage of the Intermediate Championship it's a very level playing field and everybody's a great chance there's no doubt the, the championship is really hot up Danny Party and Milik you know they are capable of beating anyone on their day they beat I mean, last, last year two years Tully, they, they should have beaten Tully only for probably Kirwan got injured blown Brawford was the, a, a major mm-hmm. turning point you know, they were unlucky a number of years ago when they lost the fecal, or the, a save by Ever Quilligan in the last minute deprived them on that occasion. Yeah. You know, and go back, I can go back to 2008 um, when I was over Brawford and they beat us twice in the championship and we won it. <laughs> we won the championship after they beat us twice, but they have they mixed the good with the bad every year. You know, Partine, there's no consistency. There's no consistency. And, and the day you expect them to deliver invariably is the day that they did not whether it's pressure or what it is they seem to to cave in year on year this has happened to me and you know a lot of the same players as uh, as kevin said there joe connor he's around a long time now um 
Nathan Fox is a good few years, Martin Moroni, all these guys. Did they transition to, to Milik? I don't, I don't know how they got. We'd say maybe one, is it? Yeah, young Sherlock, I think. Yeah, because the, the small icon of was already gone. Yeah, they were gone, yeah, they, they were yeah. gone anyway. So, yeah, Ocean Hickey, yeah. Jamie so, Maloney went before Jamie that. Jamie well. you, you know, it mightn't have done as much for Partine as it has done for Milik. It has given Milik a base now, I suppose. Uh, and more so at underage, but if they can get any bit of consistency in some, you probably have to fence him against Ryan, even though you know Ryan have a lot of players. I didn't realize that till Kevin named them out. They have a lot of players that you know that you wouldn't normally say, you know, a young punches on his day is great free taker. Mm-hmm. Robin Mounsey's, you know, another fella, he can played, be brilliant. Played the Munster final, final for Clare, he can, he can be brilliant. So he, you couldn't, you couldn't write off Ryan. And and again, I know Kevin spoke about Aidan Lynch before. I'm talking about him for years. He, he for a couple of years there, he was a one man show up front for Ryan, and he'd still deliver three, four the last day, you know. And but there was seven points up, I think, at the end of normal time, and there was eight minutes injury time, and they ended up so like, the, like the Premiership. Was, yeah, yeah, only. Think I'd, they got a better result than any United team here, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it's probably a hard one to call, you know, because they're very evenly matched teams. But if if um, if if Partine really can get any bit of consistency into him, I, I would nearly go for him and and on this occasion. Sean, that's the Denny is right about Partine. They are yeah, they are an unique, an unique man, really. really. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, that's the problem. Yeah, you just don't know who's going to take You just know who's going to turn bit, up. A bit like Conlara and the Sinner, actually. Must be something in the water down there. Yeah, absolutely, but but uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. You know, they, they have been going well, and and they're they're been. I believe they're well prepared. But Jack Kerwin is key. And you know, and he has been. He's been injured. He, he's injured, and yeah. if he's not playing, you know, that'll be he will set back for them. He's a big man, target man, powerful man, and a good hurler. And uh, if he's not playing, it would be, you know, it would be he will set back for them. Uh, you know, we talk about Aidan Lynch. You know, I mean, I, I, ironically, I was talking to him the day after he scored in three four. I didn't know he scored the three four. I said to him, you know, how did you get on yesterday? I said, I got a few, I got, I, I got a couple of scores. He said, I said, how many did you get? I got three four. He said, I'd probably get no puck the next day. He said, but that's his I usual. Mean, that's his usual form. But, he says. but in fairness to him, you know, you have to admire that kind of a man. A man, you know, that that's very, his feet are on the ground and all was well. I remember him for another twenty one days. John, he last remember as one of the greatest club hurlers in in, in, uh, yeah, in yeah, no yeah. And, and he just huh? gi- he just gives everything he has you know he's a powerful man but he, the one thing he has he's a fantastic hand and you stick it up in a forester hole he's there and bring it down and he, you think he's only strolling along and the next thing is inside in the back of the net you know I mean he, he's, a, he's a real goal scorer in the sense that you know nothing phases him in terms of who he's marking he doesn't give it who, whether if there's three of them around him he'll stick up, he'll stick up, he'll stick up the hand and, 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 and invariably bring it down and, and, and score it and Sean, didn't beyond the doors of possibility in the first five minutes <laughs> against Partey Minnick, you know, it, well, unless they have someone very good at full-back to that he could have two goals got and really give Ryan the platform. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know, they, 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 they obviously have gelled together very well under this new current man- manage- management and they, they have improved, you know, as the championship progressed and they're coming, you know, at the right time and I certainly wouldn't rule them out. Kevin, I have to ask you a question. Shane McInerney, a player I like very... Like Darren McInerney. the midfielder. Yeah. He's that man back. I know he was injured. He's been coming He's been coming on in matches. I don't think he started a, ma- 
a match yet for them. Um, I might have started one of the matches against the Mills or uh, St. Joseph's. Like, it's such a graceful hurler, Lear, isn't he? Watch, yeah. he? He's had an absolute horror show with hamstring injuries. Mm. Horror show with hamstring injuries. But, like, I don't think he'll start at the weekend, but he'll be, he, I think he's available to come on. You've gone for a win, obviously. Denny, you've gone for Sean, the balance of horrors with you again. Yeah, I, I, given that, that Jack Kerwin is playing, I, I'd give, give the nod to Partey and Malik. Then, Sean, we start off then with, with the next one with Killaloo and Corofin. This is the last game on Sunday evening due to yeah. uh, a rugby international or some World Cup game that's out there in, 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 in Paris. And yes, Corofin, everyone's probably everyone's nearly everyone's favourites for the intermediate yeah, champion. I, uh, You'd I, imagine I, yeah. that they'll. Oh, look, look at Killaloo. Yeah. When it comes on to knockout, they'll be. Yeah, you know, and, and, and they seem to have got over the bad patch that, you know, and, you know, okay. But I caught him last day out and. and uh, you know, the, mistakes, the, really. the, yeah, but the, I think that the big key for for uh, Killaloo uh, that wouldn't be a rugby match, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's one number one, but the other, the other one, I suppose, is is they have a free taker back, I believe. And and um, you know, if you go back to the old game against Killaloo uh, and the taller game as well, they actually they miss four or five sitters of freeze, as I would call them, for 70 meters in. and in in one of the game, I think to the Tulla game, you know they they were down seven or eight points, and in actual fact, the game should have been level or maybe down a point, and that 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 was a huge factor in the game as as the, as the whole thing progressed. But but um, I still fancy uh, Corofin to come in and and you know probably win the game, uh, even though Diemer Cahill is probably out for uh, f- you know for long term injury, but. They're very strong. I'm not sure whether Jamie Malone is back in on song yet or not. He has had a ham, hamstring injury, and uh, he was, you know, and and the football don't seem doesn't seem this year doesn't seem to have interfered with him up to up to date. And I still think there's there's serious emphasis being put on the Holland this year in Rouen, and I, I think they're really going all out to try and win the intermediate championship. Joe Cahill is the manager for Corofin this year, Denny, and he's a management team as big as any uh, management team that's ever there. He's every nook and, and cranny covered. But, uh, you know, really discipline is Corofin's to lose. Although, Tommy Factor, uh, the free taker being back for Killaloo, at this time of the year, free is... Yeah, but he hasn't hit a free in 12 months at the same time. You know, it's you don't just pick up a whole league in and start hitting free. Okay, Tommy Redden, isn't it? He was, yeah. He was in Canada, maybe he was holding in Canada, I don't know. We all know three years ago was it down on the bridge, Tommy Redden had against Bradford. It was the one day he dropped him wide. That's right. Bradford went down and won the championship. He, but then the following year, he scored all them frees and the beat Joseph's the following year. But he can be brilliant and he'll have to be. They'll have to take every chance to get because rightly, Corofin, as, as you said, they're rightly, they're probably favourites for the championship at this stage. You know, they've had some very perfe- um, impressive performances so far. They were probably impressive enough last year. I mean, the, the football, the crossover became too much for them and they got to the, what, the semi-final of senior football and that seemed to take precedent. But that is not a problem now unless they're, they're looking at the relegation of the football, unless that's a problem. So Cahill is a loss. Uh, Cahill is a loss because he, he can be very good. But I still fancy him to, to, to come through it now. It would be, and with these four guys um, going over to France to drink a few bottles of water for the weekend. So, you know, it, is, it won't be easy to come off a plane at nine o'clock morning, which means you're going to be flying all night and go out and play a quarter final of a championship. It's not, it's not ideal. So, on that basis, I'd be, I'd be going for Corofin. 
Kevin, you'd know Corfin well enough, you know, you're joined with your own beloved Rowan in, in a, successful, a very successful amalgamation, you know, but I presume it's Corfin to lose. I think so, but at the same time, um, missing the likes of the likes of Jamie Malone, he, he, he is a he is a huge loss, you know. And he, and when you get to the business into the championship, you need those kind of dynamic um, players. And I expect Corfin will get over to Smith O'Brien's um, Smith O'Brien's at the weekend. Um, but I think as they go on in the championship, they'll need the likes of Jamie to come back in, in, in into the reckoning. Um, like they have a couple of standout players, like Gro Kelly, wing forward, free taker, exceptional hurler, really kind of driving, kind of physical, abrasive half forward. Um, Kevin Keane, uh, Killian O'Connor, Con- Con- Connor Lean, Damien Ryan. Like they have some, they have some really exceptional hurlers with a lot of experience as well. Um, winning under twenty one A championships for the, with the amalgamation, Gro Kelly obviously too. So yeah, I expect Corfin will get over get over Smith O'Brien's at the weekend um, and move forward into the semi final championship. Yeah, and that concludes our debate on the intermediate <coughs> championship. Danny, we'll turn to you for the next one, the senior B championship. You're out on Sunday against uh, Ina oh, Kindamona. You know, Ina Kindamona probably. Yeah. You know, of the five teams that's in it, probably the only two teams with any interest in winning it actually drew each other in the quarter final. Um, it's a pity because it's a, it's a good competition and. You know, our boys have a bit of training done for it, rightly so, and I believe so of Ina Kilimore. It could be a good game. could be a decent game, but, you know, Bradford can go out now and... I, I, I Free hit. Freely, yeah. Free hit and no pressure. Whereas I think the last day against Fiekel, whether it was on themselves or what, but they're like a team that froze under pressure and just collapsed. And, you know, they, that's not the Bradford that we, we've seen over the last two years, so... I'd hope to just go out and have a hold with a bit of freedom and have a crack at it. And you never know. We we might get on and have an adventure against Kratlo after that. You might bring us up to date on the other semi final. A lot of rumours going on about the rumors, bridge, bridge yeah. in Bellier, Denny. Can you update us more? Well, my belief is that they're going to approach the county board to allow them to toss for it, not bother playing at all, which, you know, to, to makes a mockery to think about. Yeah, it's a devalued. If, if that's allowed to happen, they might as well just cancel it out. Cancel the championship out. You know, there's no point. Uh, I see the the proposed structures going forward for the championship. Well, I think they're actually good and it'll make the CNRB championship, you know, it's something to play for. And it, it could make it a good championship going forward. It's going back something similar to what it used to be before, where it matters and, and, and every game in it will matter. Whereas, you know, some people might think it doesn't matter now, but the players in Bradford who wouldn't have any senior medal of any description, of course it matter. Whereas, you know, the bridge, the Belliers, what if they won the 12 of the last championships between them? So it probably doesn't matter to them. They don't want to see no B medal to, to add to all their senior A medals, you know. So it's just a pity that that's the attitude if that's been taken by the clubs. It's just a pity. Yeah, I hope that they, they, they have a rethink on that and that the county board just, just don't, yeah. don't allow it. And I presume that they I presume they want, won't. Yeah, I presume they want. There's no question, nobody saying the county board will allow them, but. I, I think to be bad farm out of the clubs even to approach to, to ask that question. Yeah, and we wish Bradford the very best to look at that. Sean, we turn to the senior championship and what a weekend for East Clare. Two East Clare teams in it, Scarif and and, and Fiekel. You know, a lot of people wonder whether, you know, they, they couldn't draw one another, but are they, go, are they going to meet at some stage in the championship? But we start off with Fiekel and Kinmaley and, 
You know, you give Fiekel every chance going in, even though Kilmele had probably been the farming team in the early part of the championship yeah. and they drew with Scarlet for Leicester. Yeah, that, that, and all these senior ties are up for grabs as well, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I suppose Kilmele, you know, got, had a great win the last day and um, they probably come and go to the right time as well. Fiekel, Fiekel, you know, have won all their games very impressively and um, as usual, they're you know, scorer in chief is Shane McGrath, and he's uh, he's dictating the thing that, uh, as he has done for seven or eight or ten years. Probably, you know, we mentioned it before here on, on on sports news. I mean, he's the probably the best free taker in in, in the county. There's no doubt about yeah, that. He's over ninety percent everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the, 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 in order to, to 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 score the frees, someone has to win them, and that's exactly what you know Fiekel have been doing. They have been very impressive. You know, in the, in the in this campaign, but Kilmele will be a step up, and it's on in the park. Kilmele, you know, like playing in there. They're used to fairly used to playing in there, and they will give them a right rattle. Uh, but I, I still fancy Fiekel to just about come through. Denny, you know, Fiekel, they're not this time of the year, and they're a big team, big physical team. Conditions are changing, maybe a small bit. Obviously, they beat Rogue in the first round. Maybe the factors, maybe the factors on the new market might have been a factor. But Fiki don't really get the credit they deserve, Denny. You know, they're always there around the business end. Yeah, you know, year on year they're in the quarter final at least, and and you know they're heading into something now with a right chance. Um, or to, to Saturday, they have a right chance of this. Um, they were impressive, even though it was on the market against Rogue. They were impressive. They set out their stall. They they gave no supply to Shane, Shane O'Donnell, you know, uh, they actually cut the supply out to him, and um, I, I was very impressed with him in that game, I was also impressed with him the last day against Bradford, now even though, I suppose it's the first time, I know Sean says he's 90% plus, Shane McGrath had an off day on freeze, but there was a crosswind, but if he had, I thought Stevie Conway really stepped up the last day, he was outstanding against Bradford, you know, and maybe Bradford, as I said earlier, froze, were poor and Fiekel probably it was Fiekel's worst performance this year but it was more to do with what they were playing I think they came down to Bradford's uh, level of performance more so than Bradford trying to come up you know and um, I, I thought they were always comfortable and, and they never looked in trouble and again you know they're heading into the quarter final against the Kilmele team that are small light very lively but there is question marks over him. You know, when it comes to the big day, Mikey O'Malley, Mikey O'Neill, these guys, they can let you down. You know, they have done, they have done, they've failed before and Fiekel will be put, you know, if they get the chance, they'll step in, they'll step down on top of them and you know, a better team than if they get in top to drive it home. I'd give them a great chance and I'd actually, I, I, I think that Fiekel have a great chance of winning on Sunday. Kevin, you know, Kilmele or Adigma as very much as maybe Barty and Mealy can do to me. You just don't know what's going to turn up. The last day against Scarif, Mark Rogers hit him from 1-4 in the first few minutes. They came back and, and, and they drew. They got blitzed by Mazzini Kilimona. They still came out, came out of the group. Yeah, I suppose from any given day, like Kilmele or a club that kind of flattered to deceive, was it last year they won the Clear Cup at, in a canter? And they never showed up in the championship at all. They, they didn't get out of the group. Whereas this year, I suppose, they've got out of the group. They're into the quarter-final stage of the championship. And they do have classy players like the Mike O'Malley, Mike O'Neill. Like, 
they're classy players on their day. Um, there'll be contrast, I suppose, in styles at the weekend in that fecal strength is their physical bit. physical presence. They're huge men, apart from Shane McGrath, who we'll all acknowledge is their best player, maybe. They're all six foot one, two, powerfully strong men. And um, so this will be the first match in the park in, this, in, in the championship this year as well. And that'll be maybe a challenge for them as well because the wide open spaces um, you'd expect Kilmady probably more used to playing inside there um, they'll, they'll be looking to take advantage of that um, I suppose like I give I give Fiekel a great shout um, and it would be great for them to win it like I suppose it's great to see a club operating off small resources as well like you look at the programmes there's, there's clubs with over 30 named the squad Fiekler probably in the, in the 20s and um, low like 20s low 20s and the, the, like their stubs are, so that's probably a thing as well Fiekler Donlan comes on and he's generally very effective when he does come on chips in with a score very creative very risky hurler Gary Gilfoyle is probably their, their second sub after that then you're, you're struggling no, he started, he started the last he yeah. started, started, started the last actually yeah but um, Killian Bannon was injured I think um, so like it's great it gives us all hope like you don't have to have big numbers like you have if spirit is something that helps hugely and and, and fecal definitely have that as well as really qual- real quality hurlers like we've Ava Quelgan, Adam Hogan, um Con Smith, like the O'Connors, they're all playing uh, Raymond Ben is having a fine championship as well. Um Martin Daly, they're all they're all chipping in Ocean Donlan. So on two he yeah. So yeah, um without a doubt they have a chance on Sunday and they'll relish it and and wouldn't it be great to see they move move forward into the semi final championship. There's no doubt, and you're speaking about Oshin, about club hurlers and Oshin Dundon. What a, you know, and he's only he's not fully fit either, which with carrying an injury yeah, as well. Yeah, what a brilliant player! Yeah, he seems to be carrying an injury, you know, over a period of years, in yeah. fact, more so than months. But Oshin, you know, always delivers, you know, two and three and four points a game, and and uh, himself with Shane McGrath, you know. But but they, they, they have, they, they, I suppose, the real strong point of Fiekel is, is is the physical presence and the, the dominance in the air, and they're but they're actually using the ball well, and I believe they're very well coached this year. Does um, they seem to be well drilled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they have, they have a man. Kevin Kenlon. Yeah, that's right. And uh, he he's um, they have really bought into him and his coaching methods, and they have played very well. But I believe they they got a bit, small bit of a and probably could be the best thing. They bit a small bit of a beating last week up in Ornmore Marie, yeah, and, and they were beaten the other night. And they got a good beating in the championship as well. That's so right, yeah. But but they, 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 that's probably the best thing that ever happened. A team facing into a, a, a knockout championship. You know, you got kicked up the, the behind, and you know, you know then that you have to pick up your game. And you know, if they learn from that, I still think I think they'll come through. There's no doubt any they always turn up the day of the championship. They do, you know. Fickle invariably put in a performance. You know, probably for them, the worrying thing is the park. Is the space? Uh, if I, if I could be wrong, but I think the last game they they played in the park was against the bridge. Was against the bridge, and it did not go well from you know. But the bridge were um, exploited the space. Maybe Kilmeley mightn't do the same, but that's probably the one worry to stay from. I think they're better equipped this year. I think, as, as Sean said, they're better coached, um, and and I do believe that that they'll go into this believing that it can be Kilmeley, you know, and. Then again, if Kimeli, if the, you could have a cracker of a game, if the yeah. real Kimeli turn up, and you know you would have a right good game. But I give a vote to to Fiekel for this one now. 
Kevin, we move on into the next one and the local team, Scarif, coming up, you know, their first time back in the quarter final in many, many a long year. They were in the relegation playoff last year, got over, got, got out of it by virtue of a win over uh, Smith O'Brien's. Taking on Clooney, beating the Clare Cup final. The Clooney team, there would be their courses again for the senior championship. Okay, they're missing Ryan Taylor and Hesed. Is that going to be the difference between the win and losing for Corofin? Well, there's no doubt about or for it. Co- co- for Clooney? Yeah, yeah, so Clooney without the likes of Ryan Taylor and Callan Hassel, one of their up-and-coming players, and they have many of those. They are significant losses, there's, there's no doubt about it. But it still hasn't prevented them uh, being impressive in the championship today and getting through to the quarter-final stages. Again, this, I think, is, has the makings of an exceptional game like all the, all the matches in the championship of the weekend. Um, like Scarf, I'm, I'm sure they're, they're relishing the opportunity of going into a quarter final um, of a championship, there's a real carrot there. They'll have no fear against against Clooney. Um, they'll have one of the stars in the game at the moment, Mark Rogers, and not just Mark. Like their, their forwards are ticking very well. Um, Kieran Hartigan midfield has been chipping in with his scores. Patrick Ryan has been dangerous. Fergie Madden is a very creative player. Probably doesn't take a huge amount of scores, but it, I, the couple of games I've seen, I've been impressed with him. Like it, laying off ex- excellent ball. Obviously, you've the Crotties there as well contributing. Um, so they'll be going into the park isn't it a fantastic place for them to be versus where they were this time last year facing into that relegation dogfight I uh, I think it's worth mentioning as well the likes of Scarf they've huge experience like um, in recent years they've won a junior B championship they've won an under 21A championship they've um, won an intermediate championship they've survived relegation so even though they're a young team they've a lot of experience to, to draw on it and I'm sure that'll stand to them at the weekend as well as the backroom team that they have like the backroom team if you if you could pick people to be involved in a team like Don Maloney Mark McKenna Joe Rogers and the crew that they have Martin there Hartigan, Martin yeah. Hartigan like exceptional hurling men experienced men they'll there'll be no stone left unturned for Scarf um, against Clooney at the weekend and um I suppose some of the question marks maybe over the scarf defence maybe are they, are they maybe a bit open in the park might mightn't suit them like the Dan and Fox has been playing very well for Clooney Quinn young up and coming player with lightning great, pace great forward, yeah. as well as the of course uh, Peter Duggan there as well who's um, a handful how, how will scarf handle him at the weekend um, another difficult enough game to call but I think the level of preparation and the kind of experience of Scarf have built up over the years, I'll give them a hesitant nod, um, particularly considering that Clooney are unfortunately missing Ryan Taylor with his ACL injury. Sean, it is a, a big a big challenge, and this is a 50-50 game. They've dated a couple of years ago below on the bridge, even though Clooney went, Scarif were completely on top for the first 20 minutes, and then Mark, uh, Mark missed a penalty, brilliantly saved by Keith Hogan, and the whole game flipped flipped on that. But, you know, we're going to see two of the best forwards in the, in the country uh, on either side, Rogers for Scarif, Peter Duggan right. for Clooney. Yeah, absolutely. A lot to look forward to. Yeah, but it, it, it is really really an open game. Yeah, I, I, it could either way, but it could go either way. But I, I think the, the, the loss of of of, um, of Callum Hassett and 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 um, you know uh, the, the two key players for Cloney are are, are are missing, and they are, the thing about Cloney is they're actually a young team. 
you know, predominantly very young team. You know, I saw them perform against O'Callaghan's Mills in the cup final in Kilkishan, and there was nothing in the game. They actually could 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 have won that game. I'm very impressed with the full power line. Daniel Fox is in there. He's 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 very lively, and you know they have they have a they have a core group group of young players coming through. But I think Scarif, I've been very impressed with Scarif all through. I think they, they, if if Mark Rogers get a bit gets a bit more support from. Patrick Ryan number one but from the crashes as well because there's more in the crashes like you know they're filling in with one or two pints but I think that, you know more. They, they, they will have to get more I think, I think and, and you know they're capable of getting more and Ke- we, as mentioned Keelan Hartigan I think is really playing very well and Damon Nash as usual is you know a centre back he's controlling and he's playing as a kind of a, 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 a playing around the D as a sweeper and I, I've been very impressed with Scarif and I, I still think Scarif will come through any you know any any team that has dug in at full forward you'd want a, a, a little men scooping around her mm. in, in front of him trying to cut out the ball how would you see this one going I, I had him called three meter Peter to the Raven <laughs> so whoever has the job of marking three meter Peter will have their hands full uh, yeah look at it. I, I've seen Clooney twice this you know and uh, I've been savagely impressed with John Keneally at centre back oh, I, 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 I think he's Jack O'Neill the other side as yeah, well. Yeah, and O'Neill is playing great stuff. I, I, I actually put Keneally up with a 19-year-old Shani McMahon. That's how good I thought he was. Now, that's just the two games of time this year. I thought he was outstanding against the market, even though they lost. And against Kratler the last day, he was, he was excellent. Um, it's going to be a big test for him. Uh, Mark picking up Mark if Mark is I'd imagine they'd put him on Rogers. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine would. Even if to even if they have to put him back full back, which he can play and play there with the Clare twenties, you know, so he can play there. Um O'Neill he's not all Scarif aren't going to get it all the wrong way this time. O'Neill is playing very well. They had a fella on against Cratler, Trevor he was number twenty two now. Um not sure long, but he he was wing forward, tall, ten lad, played very well. Uh, Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. No name. Yeah, yeah, and and he was actually very good the last day. Uh, so you know, this is going to be a big test for Scarif. But we've 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 all seen Scarif a couple of times this year. Their forwards when they click are excellent. They tore Ina Kilnamona, who were a lot of people's favourites for the championship. They tore him to shreds above in the park. So the park isn't going to be a problem for Scarif. They've been there. They've done that. And I think if Mark Rogers. As Sean said, can get the support from Paddy Ryan and and Patrick Crotty again, like he did that day against Ina Kilnamona. Well, I think it'll take a real good team to stop him, and I don't think Clooney are there without the two guys they're missing. Um, I don't, I, I, I fancy Scarf, but they'll have to bring that, they'll have to bring their A game with sir. And the small doubt I'd have is about Peter Duggan. Uh, is you know, uh, um. Dermot Nash and Co. Will they, will they be able to stop him at the back? Because Peter, as we all know, can win matches. Blow against Cradler. Yeah. He he scored. I, I don't know what he scored. Two eight. Two eight, and it was foul for penalty. And you know he he was excellent. So it's 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 an intriguing battle to look forward to. But I I think at the end of the day, if Scarif's forwards can click into gear, um, Keneally won't be able to stop them all. And he kind of, especially against the market, he was the one-man show. And the other thing that I would see in Scarra's favour 
is I think there's Hannon is he them young Hannon and goals yeah. he's prone to the odd mistake and he, big difference between himself and Keith Hogan a big difference between himself and Keith Hogan Keith Hogan is over with no disrespect there. to the men in no no there. absolutely but he, he's prone to that odd mistake he made two big blunders against the market you know so if if Scarif can be ready and pounce on them you'll have to give him a great chance and uh, but, you know but, their uh, favourites are rightly so going into this uh, game a brilliant handball or handing in his day no yeah. doubt he, he has the ability does no doubt Denny we have to start with you in the next one you, you know <laughs> you know your own beloved where your ancestor in, in Newmarket taking yeah. on Crusheen Crusheen you know got through with this there's no this rule this uh, yeah. a new rule but it is a, it is a new no, rule but because they is, are but they know about it all, fair yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if any team could ever come out of a boardroom with a victory they're the team but that's that's beside the point uh, look at I, I people are talking about the market winning the championship yes they have been good but I don't know have they been as good as all that I mean they struggle Kratler day one I was at that game Kratler missed three one-on-ones in the first 15 minutes the market went on and won the match comfortably the second day against Clooney just nip and tuck there was nothing in it two mistakes at the goal league they won by five points and the last day against Wolf Thorns, with what, eight minutes to go, Wolf Thorns were two points up. Mother and father of a row. A referee did only send off players from one side in a 35 man brawl. I just can't understand it, but it doesn't matter now if you're sent off in clear anyway, you get it overturned, unless you're from Bradford. Um, rent over. So, um, but I was also impressed with. Crusheen against the Mills today in Tulla. We we covered that yeah. match. They were good. Now I suppose the park is that bit bigger than than um than Tulla and we'd said the likes of Jerry O'Grady and things to space it mightn't suit him, but you'll still get the work rate out of him. And this could be a right battle. Do you know it could dogged affair. It mightn't be a high scoring affair, but it could be dogged. It could come down to um it could come down to the battle of the backs. Basically, Keen Dillon was outstanding the last day. Keen Dillon always plays well for Crusheen. Now, in fairness to to the Namaka for back, um, Colin Gilfile, he has been very good for him this year. You know, he's having his best year in in. They in probably the found, they found his best position. Yeah, yeah, and and in fairness, he, he even that day against against Cloney, he was very good on Peter Duggan. You know, and he's big, long, booming clearances, but um, I still can't pick him. No, you know, crushing <laughs> win. Given, I suppose if, when the draw was before the draw was made, I suppose Newmarket were probably hoping to draw Crushing, and likewise Crushing were probably hoping to draw Newmarket, so to have each other, um, like Newmarket are favourites to finish top of the group, and um, but like Danny said. Those games that they played, there's nip and tuck and could have gone either way, including the Wolf-Tones game where we were in relegation battle at the weekend. Um, when I look at it, I suppose they're similar teams in a lot of ways in that there's no, there's a lot of probably um, club hurlers, there's no star, there's no Mark Rogers, there's no Peter Duggan that you'd see in the other teams, there's no John Connor, Ian Galvin or Shane O'Donnell or David Reedy. They're, I suppose they're level kind of balanced teams and like Danny is saying, I expect the defences probably will be on top. Um, like I saw Crusheen play against Clannar and my friends in Crusheen probably won't disagree with me, they're terrible. 
like they were genuinely poor and I'm going to struggle to see where they're going to get their scores I haven't seen Numarca play but I know they have young up and coming players like the Cremins and Power who have a little bit of an X factor alright and this might be their time to shine on Sunday or yes sorry isn't it Sunday Sunday yes and the first game yeah on Sunday so um yeah, it's a difficult one, difficult one to call. I'll, I'll probably, because I saw Christine playing, I wasn't impressed with him. I'll, I'll give Namarka the shout. Sean, you'll know from times past, as everyone does, Christine, when it comes to knockout stages, and apart from the boardroom, they're not bad when it comes to knockout either. No, no, absolutely not. They have a great, uh, 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 they have a great record in in, in senior championship. In in in, in you know, uh, particularly when they go to comes to knockout out, because the one thing about Christine is. They won't die easily, and they're huge experience in that team. Uh, but uh, they're probably lacking up front a little bit. Brefty Horner has 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 re- recovered his form, and yeah. he has he's, he has a great year now. But the one thing I I, I was impressed with the last year I saw them was it against Intola, um Who was it? Against the Mills, I against think. the Mills, yeah. But Mills weren't good that day, unfortunately, from their perspective. Uh, but Crusheen were seriously. Bulked up, I thought they were. They obviously have a, on a, a serious. Half does a good job done there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But uh, I, on balance, I'd probably go for the market. Um, they have, they have, um, they have a huge. They have experience as well, but they have, uh, you know, they're knocking around the wild like they are. They're, they're, they're around. They need actually to win and and get through to a semi final. You know, because they Danny is loving this shot. I know that, yeah, and and he he always did. Uh, so so like from that perspective, uh, you know, I I I just give them the nod, sli- slight nod to market. Sean, we'll start with you as you t- we talk about the red and white of Crusheen, the red and white of Rogue taking on Clanlara. You know, probably the standout game of the uh, there are other but this is probably the standout game of the weekend. How yeah. did this one go? Yeah, I I think it, it's it's very evenly balanced. I, I, I think you have John Conlon and you know key man for Clonera centre forward. You have Shane O'Donnell centre forward for 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 Rogue. And um, the the key question is you know how much support they're going to get in their positions and who's going to you know t- they can't do it every day and they have been doing it you know okay Shane O'Donnell was tied up against Fatal very much so but. You know, he was very good the last day. He was on the fair marker and Hogan he, on the Absolutely, fair. yeah. And, and he, Hogan pr- proved that, that how, how, good, how good a player he is. Um, but I, I think, you know, I have a lot of experience. But Clonlara, the big key question about Clonlara is, can they keep the consistency up in the in the senior championship? Because they have been prone to make to have a bad day a bad day at the office and if they do that you know from their perspective you would hope that they wouldn't have because they have the players you know the Galvins and, and not alone that you know they, 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 they have good young players they have very good young players uh, coming through and um, they, this this is probably their, their their greatest test in the sense that it's a test of consistency and are they going to continue in the in the campaign without having a blip and without having without having fallen at this hurdle Danny, every year, Clannella's biggest opponent is not that position. It's probably more, more, more often. Yeah, and, and, and talking to him, and the big thing they've done this year is, and it's, they brought in a sports psychologist, and it, and I'm not having a joke here, and it's, it really worked for them. They're all gelling together now, and you can see it. Their performance, especially against the bridge. I mean, their half-back line, David Fitzgerald, 
Dylan McMahon and Prodigal Lachlan was outstanding that night. And, you know, they they, they were on fellas like Shane Golan. These ones, you know, they, they, they were in slouch. And they I suppose that was the night, Denny, that people yeah, sort of slope and probably said, they're, they're back again, yeah? Yeah, because they were, they were 10 points better than the bridge that night and, and coasting. Um, Condon was a, just a handful up centre forward. Colin Galvin was playing. He got 40 minutes that day. He got 45 the next day. You know, he'd probably get an hour out of him this weekend at wing forward. You know, he's Jaden McMahon midfield. They have, they, they have that middle third now, which I believe is the key, actually, to taking on Airog. It's not about stopping Shane O'Donnell because I don't think there's any team in Clare capable of stopping Shane O'Donnell. Few, some of the county teams in Ireland couldn't stop him. So you have to stop the supply. That's what I'm saying about the middle third, that Clannara are equipped to stop that supply of ball into Shannon And if they can do that, you know, and and if that consistency that has been missing over the last few years, if that's there, I think they're well equipped. And, you know, they could be, I, I see this as maybe, make or break. maybe a make or break year for them. You know, if they don't deliver this year, there are a lot of fellas like Colm Galvin, like John Connor, maybe maybe not put in the same effort, you know, down the road. So if, if they were to get through, you'd have to make them favourite. I suppose the winners of this game are going to be the favourites for the championship anyway. You know, it's a huge game. It's live on TG Carno and, you know, it's a big game for these young fellas. And um, Erog, the, the McNamara, the, the wing forward that done his knee against Fiekel, he's a big loss now. And, and each player they lose is a loss. I just think that Maybe their half back line isn't as good as the Clannara half back line, and and I'd be, you know, Russell. He he's predominantly a footballer. He he played well, but even the day in Tulla against Bradford, there was there was cracks there. You know, pace. The likes of Stefan McMahon was getting through on on some of them. And they do cough up goal chances. They do they? cough up chances, and and a better team. Clannara, I would class as a better team now than Bradford. And if you cough up them chances, they'll take them. You know, so they, we all know their threat. You know, Shane O'Donnell, David Reedy, Cooney, they, they have threat up front. So if Clannara can cut out that middle tour, cut out the supply, I think that I'd be given a, a, a great chance. Kevin? Yeah, I think Clannara have a great chance this weekend. There's no doubt about it. Um, I've se- I saw him against Clan- or Crosheen the last inside in the park, Clannara, and I was very impressed with him. And a lot of the lads that Danny has mentioned, um, that day in the park, Jay to McMahon midfield, mm. yeah. lively. Walk, walks out. Well able to score, though. Lovely striker, well able to take his chances. Like Conlon, I think he's probably had his best club campaign that he's had in several years. He seems to be free of injury as well and moving very freely. Ian Galvin looking very, very sharp. Um, Parker Lachlan's had an outstanding campaign wing back, I suppose. He's played full forward, corner forward, wing forward, and he's, he's settled into the half-back line very, very well. Um, Michal Lachlan, the last day against um, Crosheen as well, the only day I saw them was very good too um, like Danny said I think the spirit there seems to be a little bit more of a kind of positive vibes coming out of Clan, Clan Lair, a lot of positive energy from what I've seen and what I've uh, speaking to different people and um, 
but they have some challenge on 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 on, on Sunday afternoon against uh, Airog. The townies are on a mission. They've been on a mission since 1990 to win a senior championship. Kevin Denny said to make or break for Clonera. To really make a break for Airog as well. Oh, it is make or break for Airog. There's no doubt about it. Like um, going back to the COVID years, they, they rattled the bridge inside in the park. I managed to get in there wearing a high vis. Um, Danny Russell ran right in the first half. Uh, the bridge kind of got him started in the second half, and the bridge ended up winning the championship. I think afterwards. Um, so a rogue. This has been content. This before five years. The kind of um, Jerry O'Connor, Matty Shannon kind of uh, campaigns that they're trying to get get over the line. The senior championship went very, very, very close last year. Um, will that free come back to haunt him? Will that free come back to haunt him? Danny's back. Danny Russell is back in the mix as well, and he and uh, like credit to him for coming back as well. It can't have been easy. Um, so he's on a mission as well. Yeah, it's the makings of a cracker. There's, it, there's, it's not a surprise that TJ Carr have, have looked to pick, pick this particular game. Like like John Conlon and Wallace Servants are clear, Shane O'Donnell, David Reed, Ian Galvin. Like these are absolute cream of the crop hurlers. So we're hopefully we're in for a treat on Sunday afternoon. Um, who'll win it? it, it it's, it's, it's a great question. There's a man I've seen fleetingly that's involved with Air Rogue but he's also involved with the Munster Rugby Underage Academy Luca Cleary like if he's available to Air Rogue he's a good hurler he's a very good hurler yeah I've seen him he's a him. very 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 good hurler and if he's available he could be the one that tips the, tips the scales to um, Air, in Air Rogue's favour uh, yeah huge game um, very 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 difficult to call I'll give it. I'll give a shout to Clan Lara just because I think there, there there's a bit of momentum there and um on a real upward curve and and a uh, lot of positive energy coming out there. So hesitant shout to Clan Lara. Sean, also you know with okay there is the quarter final of the championships, but there's bigger games. There's big games on in the relegation as well. And you know two teams are going to lose their senior status over the weekend. And you know we start off with uh, St Joseph's and and Wolton's and 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 Saturday. You know, Wolton's have been seen there for a number of years. St. Joseph's just up out of intermediate. They won't want to go back down, uh, back, drop back down. You know, they have been up and down in the last number of years. No, th- th- that's the problem, really. It, it, it's it's really, you know, make or break for Wolton's in the sense that they, they have a long tradition of being, of being up there. And, and um, but, uh, you know, you'd feel sorry for the likes of, you know, intermediate teams going up first year up in the championship and having to face back into into the senior championship and having face back into relegation battle and it it, it they just seem to be uh, a little bit uh, young or inexperienced and I think that has cut them out in a good few games and um, they're putting up scores but conceding they're putting up the scores enough. that's the big problem they, con- they were conceding scores at one end and, and, and getting, getting them at the other end but uh, it, it's really it's a 50-50 definitely uh, Wolfhorns and, and I suppose experience wise Wolfhorns will have the edge you know and Shanahar and and, and um, uh, you know the, the, the Rory Hayes that's, that's right yeah Rory Hayes yeah he's a key player for them as well but I, I give a slight nod for to, to Wolfhorns Denny yeah and, and I think uh, Sean mentioned him there Shanahar is going to have a big say he didn't play in the last two games, he, I did think he broke a bone in his end in, in the first round. If he's available and he's a man that could cause big problems now, there's all sorts of stories that there's a couple of them missing the weekend, the Wolf Tones guys, um, that there's two or three of them away at a wedding in England or something, and that doesn't bode well from them. They're still in the intermediate football. 
you know, so they have that pulling at them. They're missing Colin back is suspended. Um, will even it up a bit. It will even it up, and and Joseph's Joseph's can concentrate on hurling for the last few weeks. They're out of the football though, so they'll have a full, you know, their full attention is on this game. It's a one-off from. Um, I think it could be a good game, but I I actually think I I I go for Joseph's in this one. Kevin, you would have balanced the poll on this one. <coughs> I give I give Joseph a, a real show for this this one as well. I think this game has probably been in on the horizon for them since. Very, since round one maybe since round one since very early on in the championship I've seen in bits and pieces of them over the campaign as well they've um, they're not that bad I think youth inexperience just a little bit of a little bit of an edge that you you need when you step up to senior they're probably missing a little bit of that um, the games I've seen them play for about 40-45 minutes they've been there thereabouts they've been giving it as good as they've got but they've kind of seemed to fall off fall off towards the end of the matches and, and, and lost, lost their games um, towards the end. Um, but yeah, d- like they'll be usually determined to retain their status because, again, the view coming through and like they were beaten early in the minor A final last year. There were quite few of them, th- th- that team playing. I think just four of them started the last day. There was uh, Owen McMahon, um, Lahav and a couple more of them. Mm. So... Um, I give I give Joseph's a shout. I don't think Shannon has, has even trained in the last like month or, or six weeks. Um, like Danny said, a couple more really key players mightn't be there either. And like we've just said, that could tip the, tip the balance in St. Joseph's favours. Um, yes, yeah, so time will tell. So yeah, Joseph's just to, to retained her status in the first year at senior. Then turn on you for the next one. The Mill Arclare Castle back in this relegation battle. Another year, the other year in the relegation, taking on the Mills. So we're here. The Mills are kind of a Jekyll Hyde. They're the Clare, current Clare Cup champions, but you know they won one team their year going into a, rele- a final that no one wants. No one wants to be in. You know, how is this going to go, Kevin? Yeah. So I suppose, like you'd imagine, the Mills are hot favourites. I think, like. The, the the form has been there. I suppose they've been a bit frustrating as a mill supporter. If you are a mill supporter, they must be very frustrating to watch. They had a great win as Danny can attest against the bridge the last day out. But like, what good was it to them really? Like they never showed up against Crosheen in Tullet a couple of weeks previous to that. Um, did a great clear cup win earlier on the summer. They've been, they've been very very inconsistent. Clanlara narrowly beat them, I think, in the first round of the championship as well. Um, so like you'd imagine the form is with the mills, but Clare Castle they've been. There. they've written the book about avoiding relegation for countless years nearly at this stage it seems that it's an annual event for them um, you'd imagine at some stage their luck is finally going to run out like we we covered the game last year in, in, in Tyler between themselves and Wycott an absolute outstanding game of Ireland and uh, Clare Castle held out but why did they held out a key factor that day for me was um, Bobby Duggan he's not available this particular weekend a real leader He's going to be his loss. I think is going to be a crucial factor for Clare Castle. There won't be a strong with him when when push comes to shove on um, on Sunday afternoon. So for me, Mills are hot favourites, and I expect them to win to win, to win out. Is Bobby Duggan the difference between staying senior and going down intermediate, Denny? He probably um, it's he, it's it's very hard to see past Mills uh, victory. It's probably the only thing Clare Castle have gone from is that tradition, probably of. Be Never gone down, I'd say. They're, they're probably, no, probably the mills haven't there. I don't know, Sean, maybe. It's a long, long time, to, to longer than I'm around anyway, since any of them were in the intermediate. But personally, I think if the if Castle hadn't bothered going to the Munster Council three years ago and got relegated, 
they'd now be very strong intermediate team looking to come up with a young bunch of hurlers whereas they're looking at maybe going down now three years later you know Better it, point, it has yeah. its pluses and its minuses but I, I, you know Clarecastle haven't won a senior championship game in three years and and they can keep you just say to yourself they can keep providing this this drop that the whole the one game they win every year is a relegation match now they have no back door of a boardroom so I, I'm very bad about this boardroom <laughs> again um, <laughs> tell me one your does a, a role for you coming up didn't he <laughs> that's right yeah um so I, I think the Mills look at if they can reproduce the form they showed against A against uh, Clannara in the first round when they were very unlucky unlucky not to win they were it, very yeah. unlucky like Conor Cooney had a shot that hit the crossbar and went over the bar another day hit the crossbar and goes into the net um, and, they, and we could be talking about them playing our organs on that whereas they're now looking in they're, they're, they're staring into an abyss and if it you know this game is probably the one that nobody wants to lose. It's the one where the team could actually freeze. I mean, the fear of losing is you actually be bigger than the, the thrill of winning. And and you just for the Mills' sake, you'd hope it's not them this weekend because Clare Castle will will put in a fight, as they saw last year. Okay, Bobby Duggan was there last year. But I mean Broderick had the game for his life in the goals last year. He was brilliant as well, as good as Bobby was at one side. He was as yeah, good he as was the other side. Yeah. And, and, you know, they, they have a couple of young fellas. They have Casey, if he's, if he's on song in the freezer, he missed everything he hit against Bradford. He scored everything he hit against, against Fekel. He was over in Shannon. He scored them from everywhere. You know, if he is one of those days, and, and that young fella in the corner, um, Darty, you know, they, they could trouble... The Mills, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying is the Mills don't need to take this lightly and if they're not right mentally and if, if they do freeze on the day they could be in trouble but all that aside the Mills have to win you know going on farm it has to be a Mills win Sean it seems that the Mills have prepared well you know they've, they're treating this as a, as a final as, the, as they yeah. should rightly you know they've yeah. trained well they've played challenge matches you I, know I, I think they understand the importance of it and, and that's key to going into a relegation game you know mm-hmm. as Danny pointed out you know I I, I, I just about remember the Mills playing intermediate I think in the one intermediate championship in 68 I think but I won it in 69 and you know the, prior to that, that we were similar you know they won one year they were in the county final in the bridges with, the, with, with Michael O'Connor was with them 77 yeah. 77 again that's right yeah but but uh, they, they, they certainly won't want to go back uh, go back down intermediate you know the, the Bills the Bills consider themselves as a strong senior club and you know they proved that in the Clare Cup and getting you know and winning it and but the reality of it is they had just a few inconsistent performances you know as you, as we arrived right the point out it could could easily have beaten Clonera and but the, the the thing about Clare Castle is you know I think Bobby Dogan is key I mean he he's been the scorer in chief and he's he's he obviously missing Sunday and if he's missing which he, we believe he is uh, I think a lot of their scoring threat is missing and. You know, I, I fancy the Mills to come through that one. Yeah, Sean, finally, there's one other uh, intermediate game on this weekend, you know, a relegation game, a very important game for another East Clare team in Kilina taking on New Marcus. And, 
you know, obviously whoever loses this has a second chance. We're not yeah. going to ask Danny about this because we know who he's going to predict. But it is important for Kinnina to get over this battle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we would all hope they would. Like, I mean, no matter could have, have have a number of teams, but Kinnina, you know, in in all fairness, you know, they 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 battled in, e- in every game. They seem to have improved against Tulla and performed reasonably well. And the the last game was against Tubber. Tubber. Improved again. They proved again against Tubber. So. Uh, you know, they, they were they were rocked probably, you know, in the early stages of the championship in the sense that they got a few humiliating defeats. And that it's very hard to come back from that. But they have managed to do so. And they ha- still have a, a core group of players, you know, again, again in, in particularly in, a, in the game against Budaik, they, they, they missed a lot of frees and, they, you know, they were inconsistent Smith in their strike. And, and, and that makes a big difference, you know, come, come in the last 10 minutes. But I, I expect Killeneen to come through. Yeah. Finally, before we let you go, tonight, later on this evening after all the whole matches, you can all sit down and watch the rugby. We've seen Pat McHouse report on this match, uh, you know, here for us on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Kevin, would you have been interested in the rugby? And it's a big game, Ireland and South Africa. I know, of course, we'll have an interest in the rugby and a huge game later on against South Africa. And hopefully the Smith O'Brien's lads will enjoy it and they'll be coming back with a pep in their step on, um, on, tomorrow. on tomorrow, tomorrow morning for, to get ready for the Corfin lads, my, my close dear neighbours. But um, And friends. And friends, I have friends there as well, yeah. But um, yeah, no, listen, of course we will. And I suppose we hope they will win like like there's been a lot of talk about uh, getting through to the World Cup and getting past quarterfinals so get get over South Africa tonight and we'll be building for the next few weeks and it'll shorten the winter while we while the club club championship winds down have you any interest in the rugby Denny? oh yeah it's the only game in the world so where you get cheered for kicking the ball out of play why wouldn't I have an interest I do I, I enjoy the rugby in fairness Adam um, and I'm very disappointed in Jim that he didn't give me the nod to go over and report <laughs> on the match. <laughs> Sean? Yeah, I, 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 I d- d- definitely will watch it, and uh, I have a yeah. keen interest in, in, in rugby. And I think, you know, Claire, or uh, Claire says I, um, uh, uh, Ireland have prepared really well, and uh, they, they seem to be, have been set up, you know, for this game against South Africa, and uh, I'm, I'm expecting them to come and throw. Yeah, again, a tournament to find a moment of it. Sean, Denny, and Kevin, thanks a million for your input into the programme. Jim, thanks to you as well for controlling the, the, the programme for us. And we look forward to, as we said, a weekend of fabulous action here on the playing fields of Clare. And we wish all the teams the very best of luck. But with that, for Melio Dial, for Sportline, for Scarlet Pacons Radio, in association with Derek Credit Union, as we're back on live today on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM, you know, to be meet again later on, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.